What's going on, everybody? Welcome into Red Zone Radio. I'm Robert Wampler. It is great to be here. Great to have you. Just my listening to Red Zone Radio and the iHeart Radio app, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and the official Red Zone Radio website. All right, so we got a lot to talk about today. Uh, Arizona beating the Rams. Chargers look like true contenders. Uh, are the Chiefs 2-2? Two and two? Are they still contenders? We got a lot to get to. But I want to talk, I want to start off by talking about Urban Meyer. Because, um, look, I have been a, for the most part, Urban Meyer defender. Uh, I, I defended him when he picked up Tim Tebow. I'm looking like he's coached him. I defended him when he got the job at Jacksonville. I, I, and I, I defended him saying, look, this is a steep, steep rebuild. It's not going to get done overnight. But uh, as we probably know, Video surfaced of him dancing, um, probably rather inappropriately, with a girl on Friday night because uh, apparently he did not go back with the team, fly back with the team. And here's the thing. I, I rarely on this podcast talk about people's personal lives because the personal life is a personal life. So, And, and Jim Rome actually touched on this. I'm not going to talk about him dancing with the girl. That's between him and his wife, and that's between him and his family. I'm not going to talk about that. But here's what I am going to talk about. This team is 0-4. Not saying that they should have won more games because their talent is not 4-0, uh, 2-1, 3-1. 0-4... It's probably where this team should be right now in terms of talent, right? Nothing against them, but that's probably where they should be. But when you're 0-4 and when the fans are not the happiest and when all eyes on are on you and when you've had two games in a row that you could have won and you didn't, this is not the time to be doing stuff like this. And, here's what, and this is what I find interesting. So, I mean, when you trace back what Urban did, okay, he doesn't go back with the team, fly back with the team after a tough loss because he wants to spend time with his grandchildren. Okay, that's fine. He goes to a bar. Okay, probably not the smartest thing to do, but he does. I understand it was his named after him. Okay, he goes to a bar. But then you start taking pictures, you start dancing. You are you are out at a bar when your team is on floor and all your teams are back and all your players are back in Jacksonville and you are not. Because you were supposedly spending time with your grandchildren, that is when it becomes a time. That is when it becomes a challenge. Now, I don't think Urban Meyer should lose his job. I think he made a mistake. I think everybody makes mistakes. I don't think that uh, he. Sh- this means that he's on the hot seat. I-, I don't buy that. But if you're one of these players, or you're the GM, or you're a fan, you gotta be like Urban. What are you doing? I mean, what are you doing? You're at a bar on Friday night after a tough loss. You know fans are not happy with you at the moment. You've already made the mistake of getting Tim Tebow. Now, I did defend him on getting Tim Tebow, but then when you cut him, then you're pretty much saying, okay, I made a mistake. And I mean, that's pretty much Urban admitting, I made a mistake trying to get Tim Tebow. So right now, you look at this rebuild, you get Trevor Lawrence, that's probably the best thing he's done. Okay, but then in the preseason you get you 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 get Tim Tebow. That's a mistake. Then you're going zero and four. Okay, 
not that, like I said, not that their talent warrants that they should be any better, but that's not the best place to be. And now you're 0 and 4. There's video of you at a bar dancing with a girl. Uh, it doesn't look great for Urban Meyer. Um, it, it's just not a. It's not a good look. You're. I get it. You know, but and people and this is the argument I hear. Well, if they're four and zero, none of this would matter. If they were undefeated, no one would care. People are like, Urban's having a good time, but they're not four and zero. It's like if I was rich, I'd be living in a mansion, but I'm not rich, so I'm not living in a mansion. And the Jaguars are not four and zero. They are in a tough place to be as an organization. This is where Jacksonville is right now. Jacksonville is at this place. They have about five years, I believe, to start winning some games, start being relevant. Because the NFL is going to think about moving them here shortly. They don't have a giant fan base. They have one of the smallest social media followings of all the teams. Uh, They don't provide a lot of revenue compared to some of the teams. Like They're not making close to what... You know, uh, Tampa Bay, Kansas City, Buffalo, they do not have that kind of fan base right now. Nothing against the fans, but it's just not big enough. They're in a state where their college team is more popular than their NFL team. Florida, I guarantee you can find more Florida Gator fans than more Jacksonville Jaguar fans. So, this is a problem for Urban Meyer. This is a problem for Jacksonville. They're already not in a good place. Like I just mentioned, they're not in a good place to have franchise. They're not in a good place in terms of winning. They're not in a good place in terms of making revenue. They're not in a good place in terms of fan base. And then this video surfaced where Urban Meyer is the face of the franchise, and he's doing this right now. And, and think about this. Trevor Lawrence, outside of Trevor Lawrence, anybody that is not a Jacksonville fan, I want you to be honest about this and think in your head. Take Trevor Lawrence out of it. Can you name two to three players on the Jaguars? Can you name one player on the Jaguars outside of Trevor Lawrence? It's nothing against the Jaguars. They just don't get shown a lot. So, for the most part, I've defended Urban Meyer. But at this point, like I said, there's not a lot of players that you can name. So that's Urban Meyer right now. Him and Trevor Lawrence, what the fans have hope in. And this happens. Now, I, I like I said, I, I don't think he should be fired. Everybody does something dumb. But this is just not a good look for a Meyer in the Jacksonville fan base, in the Jacksonville Jaguars. This is a franchise that's in a really poor spot right now, and this just made it worse for them. I mean, Jacksonville, Urban Meyer and Trevor Lawrence are the future in Jacksonville. And this is, and this is what fans have to hope with right now. This is what fans have hoping right now is that is Urban Meyer who was just doing that. And I like Urban Meyer and I defend him and I'll continue to defend him. But this was a dumb decision and to his credit he owned it and to his credit he said that. But this was not a good look for Jacksonville Jaguars. Alright. So the Arizona Cardinals beat the Los Angeles Rams. Who could have saw that coming? Oh, wait, me. I saw that coming. And, uh, listen, I make, I, I make a lot of dumb predictions, but I am going to say, and I'll tell you when I make dumb predictions, I do make the, I thought New England was going to beat Buccaneers. They didn't. Uh, I, I mean, I thought Kansas City was going to beat Tampa Bay last year in the Super Bowl. They didn't. I make a lot of dumb predictions, 
But when I'm and when I'm done, I tell you about it. And I think, but when I make a bright prediction, I am going to uh, I am going to let you know about it. So last night or Sunday, obviously Kyler Murray blew the doors off the Rams. Uh, Arizona blew the doors off the Rams, and Cliff Kingsbury outcoached Sean McVay. All those things are true. So, let's talk about this first of all. Because here's the thing. Arizona is obviously a team. Their ceiling is Super Bowl. They have as high a ceiling as the Browns, as the Chiefs, as the Bucks, as the Bills. Their ceiling is Super Bowl. But, will they reach the Super Bowl? Do they have what... Here, here's my only concern. Two things concern me about the, about the Cardinals. Reaching the Super Bowl, reaching the playoffs. Because I'm not going to go there saying, okay, look, they won four teams. So I'm not going to go all the way to the Super Bowl. But could they reach Super Bowl? Could they reach the playoffs? The only concern I would have about that is Cliff Kingsbury coaching and the fact that Kyler has not played enough big games yet. All right? but So so that would be my two concerns. But they certainly have the ceiling to reach the Super Bowl. But I want to talk about this. So NFL.com, they ranked their week four, which is where we're at in the NFL, their week four quarterback rankings. You can go on there and see it. Number one, Tom Brady, which is a little questionable. But Tom Brady's number one. Okay, that's fair. But you're going down this list. You see Lamar Jackson's name. You see all these quarterbacks. And then, oh, number nine is Kyler Murray. Okay, so let's put this into perspective. Do we realize how terrible things could have been for Arizona over the last couple years? So first of all, they drafted Josh Rose in the year prior to Kyler Murray getting there. Kyler gets there. They they, they say, okay, we made a mistake. So they bail on their first round draft port, on their first round draft choice the year prior, and they get Kyler Murray. They say Kyler's our guy, because Cliff Kingsbury's there, right? Right, right. But here's the thing. Cliff Kingsbury didn't necessarily show the credentials of being spectacular for the job, right? So we don't know if Kyler has the right coach. When he got there, his best weapon was Larry Fitzgerald, who I love. I love Larry Fitzgerald, but he was out of his prime. The offensive line, according to Pro Football Focus, was in the bottom half of the league. Their defense did not have J.J. Watt. Their defense did not have all these spectacular players that they have now. They didn't have Isaiah Simmons. But guess what? Kyler Murray has made life livable in the last couple of years for Arizona. It shouldn't have been livable. They should have been terrible. They should have been one of the worst teams in the NFL. You're talking about the best division in all football. Not to mention the year Kyler got drafted. I talked about the sport. The year Kyler got drafted, that same year, Nick Boza got drafted to go after Kyler two times a year. So you've got Nick Boza twice a year. You've got... Kyle Shanahan twice a year. You got Russell Wilson twice a year. You got Sean McVay twice a year. You're now you now have Matt Stafford twice a year. You got Aaron Donald twice a year. You got Jalen Ramsey twice a year. Life should not have been livable for Arizona fans the last couple of years. They should have been a way worse team. But because of Kyler, they're not. Listen, when you're in a division with Jimmy Garoppolo who is a proven winner, Russell Wilson, who is a bona fide Top five quarterback in the league, even even though he struggles a little bit this year, pretty his normal ways. 
and Matthew Stafford, and you arguably, I said arguably, arguably have the best quarterback in that division. I would make that argument you have the best quarterback in the division. And he's only in his third year. I think that's terrific. Not to mention his second year, a key development year for most quarterbacks was a COVID year. I understand everybody had COVID last year, but it was one of his development years. I mean, you take all things into consideration. We don't know if he's got, we don't know if he's got the right coach. He finally has some talent around him. And he's looking like the favorite to win the MVP right now. So they won. They're 4-0. They are in the driver's seat of that division right now. Obviously a long way to go. But things are really looking up for Arizona Cardinals and Kyler Murray. And Cliff Kingsbury for that matter. Alright, let's talk about... Uh, I, I wanted to get to my my top five teams in the NFL. Um... So, but I am going to be, so this Wednesday and Friday and stuff like that, I am going to, I'm going to introduce some new segments. For example, we're going to be doing some betting segments now, talking about some best bets, but let's go to my top five teams in the NFL. All right. Number five. So here's the thing. It's a very, very tight race. I've got Baltimore as my fifth best team right now. I think they're a great team. Nothing needed to go down, but they beat they beat Denver, who is a who is three and one currently. Only loss coming against Baltimore. They can run the ball great. It's not that I'm saying Lamar Jackson can't pass the ball, but I do have concerns about their passing game. Um, so number five, Baltimore Ravens. Number four, Los Angeles Rams. Look, they got they kind of got a little bit exposed by the Cardinals. Uh, Arizona did whatever they want against their defense. They got shut down a couple times. They're going to bounce back right now. They're, they're number four for me. Number three, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, okay? I'm not going to read too much. I said this yesterday. I'm not going to read too much in to what happened on Sunday night. They did struggle against the Patriots, but that was an emotional game for Tom Brady. He's their fearless leader. When he struggles, the rest of the team struggles. He's kind of their heartbeat. And it was, and, and it, I'm sure he's thrown off a little bit. It, it was an emotional game. Bill Belichick threw everything he had at him. So... They already did move down to number three, but they're still gonna. They still are Super Bowl contenders. Number two, Buffalo Bills. They are looking like, I mean, they are looking really good. They are looking like a top tier team in the NFL. They they've dominated two weeks in a row, forty to nothing. I understand they were playing the Texans, but shutting someone out and putting up forty points is phenomenal. I do have concerns about the Patriots. Number one, Arizona. And, it, and here's the thing about Arizona. I don't think they have a better. I don't. Th- I think they arguably have the worst coach on this list. I think they arguably, as far as consistency goes, they're probably the least consistent team on this list. But they are a dominating team. They are explosive. Their ceiling is pr- Kyler Murray's ceiling is arguably the highest in the NFLs. Arizona's ceiling is arguably the highest in the NFLs. They have potential to be the best team, and right now, I think they are the best team. So they're by number of team. I don't have Green Bay there because I still know what's going on with them. They look great. But when they go and they face the team like the Buccaneers, when they go and they face a team like Arizona, when they go and face a team like Buffalo, will they dominate? Will they be able to compete with them? And I understand they compete with San Francisco, but San Francisco is not looking great right now. All right, I also want to talk about the college football rankings. So, uh, look, Arkansas lost, Ole Miss lost, Oregon got up, got beat. So here's the thing. Um, right now it's wide open, right? Alabama, Georgia at the top. Penn State, I will play this week. So there's probably going to be a new team by next week in the top four. Could be Cincinnati. 
could be in the top four. Cincinnati could control their own destiny by the end of this week. Um, but look, I want, there are a lot of Oregon fans that are upset because they're like, well, we got moved underneath Ohio State and we beat them. And that ain't true. They did beat them and they, and maybe they should be ahead of Ohio State. But I do want to talk about this. Ohio State played really good against Rutgers and Michigan's playing really good right now. And Penn State's playing really good right now. And Iowa's playing really good right now. And Oregon right now is not playing good. Now, maybe if it comes down to at the end of the season and they're having to decide are we going to let Oregon or Ohio State in, if those are two teams that it comes down to, it might, it might not, Oregon might get in. They beat Ohio State at end. But for right now, the, the AP job is to, is to say who's playing the best football right now. Now who, now who played the best football five weeks ago? Right now, Ohio State's probably the better football team. Now, if it comes down to it, they might choose Oregon, but right now, Ohio State probably should be ranked ahead of Oregon. Maybe Oregon should be ahead of them. And then you got Michigan, who sneaked in the top 10. They are looking really good. They're playing really good football right now. They could potentially be a, a dominating force in the Big Ten. Then you're looking at Penn State and Iowa this week. And by the way, Penn State are dogs. They are dogs this week playing Iowa. I would bet heavily on them. First of all, Dotson is way too explosive for the Iowa defense. People make a big, nothing against Iowa, but people make a big deal about, oh, well, Iowa's had the most interceptions. And I watched that game where they played Maryland. And Maryland does not look, I mean, half of those picks should not have happened, and they did. So first of all, yeah, they can throw, so first of all, yes, I understand that they, they forced a lot of turnovers, but I would choose Penn State to beat Iowa. I'd choose Michigan to beat Iowa, and I'd choose Ohio State to beat Iowa. I do not think Iowa is a legit force to win the Big Ten this year. I just don't, and I bet on Penn State heavily this week. All right, that is going to wrap it up for this episode of Red Zone Radio. Thank you everyone so much for listening. Have a great day. I'll see you next time on Red Zone Radio. I'm Robert Wampler.